0: Welcome to North Christian Church's audio blog. I'm Pastor Ed Collins, the author of this blog. This week's blog, dated April 23rd, 2021, is titled, There's No Real Substitute for Sight. How can you teach a blind person to see? You can't. A blind person must leverage other bodily senses to approximate the experience of seeing. For example, A teacher might put a blind person's hand on something cold and say, this is what blue looks like. Or they might put their hand on something hot and say, this is what red looks like. I'm not a professional nor am I especially gifted in this area of teaching, but I hope you get my point. A blind person's perception of the world is different than a seeing person's in the sense that their experiences are gained through a different lens. As a side note, I'm not suggesting blindness implies a lack of fullness, just making a plain point about perceptions. I certainly don't want to offend anyone here. As a result, a blind person navigates the physical world differently out of necessity. We might say that the shell of a blind person's reality is different since they internalize visual experiences differently than a seeing person. In the absence of sight a person must utilize other senses to approximate some understanding of physical truth and there's no real equivalent to sight the same goes in the spiritual realm John 9 39 to 10 6 reads Jesus said for judgment I came into this world that those who do not see may see and those who see may become blind Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said to him, Are we also blind? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say, we see, your guilt remains. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens. Our understanding of sight quite often in his teachings. In John 9 39 he said, For judgment I came into this world, that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. This requires a little interpretation to understand what he was getting at in context. Quote, Those who do not see is a reference to humble people who understand their own spiritual blindness prior to salvation. God gives grace, in this say, in this case, sight, to the humble, James 4.6. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 reads, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. On the flip side is the arrogant person, who supposes they don't need supernatural sight imparted to them on the premise that they already possess said sight. Jesus referred to this group as, quote, those who see. However, spiritual blindness is the result of arrogance, as in, quote, they become blind. Imagine a physically blind person suggesting they see the world the way a seeing person does. That's an impossibility given the simple fact that they cannot see shapes, colors, depth, etc. Again, I'm not suggesting a less fulfilling life, just making an obvious statement about physical abilities. This is tantamount to a spiritually blind person, suggesting they can see what God hasn't granted them sight to see. 1 Corinthians 2.14 reads, The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned jesus explains to his disciples why the arrogant couldn't understand his parables matthew 13 10 to 17 then the disciples came and said to him why do you speak to them in parables and he answered them to you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven but to them it has not been given for to the one who has more will be given and he will have an abundance but from the one who has not even what he has will be taken away. This is why I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. Indeed, in their case, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled that says, quote, You will indeed hear but never understand, and you will indeed see but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear, and their eyes On that note, Jesus spoke plainly about the peril of spiritual blindness. Luke 6.39 reads, He also told them a parable. Can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? I'll end the way I started this blog. How can you teach a blind person to see? You can't, but God can. Mark 10.27, Jesus looked at them and said, with man it is impossible but with but not with God for all things are possible with God. The miracle leading up to the great lesson in John 9:39 involved a man blind from birth. It's analogous to all people being born spiritually blind. This story was undoubtedly the seed of the familiar first stanza in John Newton's famous hymn, Amazing Grace, which goes, Amazing Grace How sweet the sound, that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I am found, was blind, but now I see. Newton was hardly the first to pen or subsequently sing the climax of this hymn. It's been the beautiful words of the blind man, on whom Jesus performed his miracle, that have echoed throughout human history ever since. John 9.25 reads, The blind man whom Jesus had given sight answered, Whether Jesus is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. Thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this, please visit us at That's nccdighton.org That's n-c-c-d-i-g-h-t-o-n org. Or search for our podcast at North Christian Church Podcast. Until next time, God bless and have a wonderful day in God's matchless grace.